Hello! Hi! This is Melissa. And this is Kat. And this is our Christmas episode. Ooh! Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. It's also, December's our birth month, too. And yeah. And it's so much. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, and it's only been mom's birthday and your birthday so far. Me, too. And then my birthday is coming up. Mm-hmm. And then it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Jesus's birthday. I'm trying to think anything fun happen? I went on a cruise for my birthday. Tell them about your cruise. So first of all, I've never been on a cruise ever in my life. So it was already really cool. And um, my best friend Danica and I went on a Disney cruise. We went on the Disney Dream. Um, I didn't realize it, but it's as of right now, the ships that they actually have sailing, not including the newest one, the Wish. This is the second largest ship. And when I tell you this thing was freaking massive, I kept getting lost. I had no idea. Like four days in, I walked past our room at one point. Like I had no idea where anything was, but I didn't feel like I was on a boat at all. It was incredible. The food, fantastic. The first night I had this creme brulee that I literally told my waitress, I was like, can I get 10 more of these, please? Because I will continue to eat this creme brulee for the rest of my life. It was so good. And then I conquered one of my fears. So as I've mentioned previously on this podcast, I am terrified of the ocean. I'm the worst self-proclaimed mermaid ever. And I went snorkeling really, 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 really far out just to see the Prince Eric statue at Castaway Cay. And I did it. Was it beautiful? It was really cool. I did have a panic attack and one of the lifeguards laughed at me, but um, it was fine. It was really cool. But swimming back was really hard because one, I was really tired from my panic attack and it was a lot of swimming and I don't do any kind of exercising. My legs were so <laughs> tired. And then we went bike riding on a five mile bike ride after the snorkeling. You went bike riding? I love riding bikes. Yeah. You didn't tell me that though. Yeah. They have like a 5k bike ride that goes like around the island. It's really, that was my favorite part of the whole thing. It was really fun. Oh, it's happy and fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I want to go on another Disney cruise like tomorrow. (laughs) I remember Kat was like, hey, do you want to go on a cruise with Danica and I? And I looked at her and she just (laughs) said, you don't, do you? (laughs) I feel like it's just because like even in the parks, we enjoy doing different things. You know what I mean? I got Danica and I are both the same that we love the entertainment. We love like the shows and the character meet and greets and all of that. And you're very much like ride oriented more. So like I like the rides too. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know if we went on a cruise together. Yeah. I would need somebody else with me besides you and Danica, because we would not have the same interests on this cruise. But I did. I was on the beach and I did go snorkeling Yeah, and I, I went in the water and I would have gone bike riding, but there would have also been a lot of like drinking and tanning and dancing and we went to a dance party there was clubs on the ship there's clubs on the ship okay i I wouldn't go to a club see you don't know me at all i'm just saying there's like like bars and drinking and we went to trivia we went to a bunch of different trivia and like games and stuff like that it was really cool we went disney trivia of course you did listen we were on a boat full of disney nerds there's no of course anything people got mad at the final question yeah (laughs) what was the final question There were three teams that got all 25 questions of the trivia correct. So one of the other guests came up with a like final question that we all had to guess. And it was how many wishing wells are there in Disneyland? And then the answer was three. Not not for long. Toontown's getting. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the one next to the castle, which I remembered the one in Toontown, which I remembered. And then I thought there was a third one somewhere. I thought it was on the Snow White ride, but apparently it was somewhere else, but I still got it right. So it doesn't matter. You're not going to say where you don't remember. remember. Google it. Okay. You can't leave our listeners in the dirt. Let's find out. 
So the wishing wells are the one next to um, Sleeping Beauty Castle, which is the one that like sings with Snow White's voice and everything. The one in Toontown next to Minnie's house. And then the third one is in Critter Country. Um, it's near where the Fast Pass distribution area for Splash Mountain used to be. Oh, I know so, exactly I know where, where you're it is talking now about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought there was one like in the ride. I, I mean, I think the area of the park, even though there's literally nothing for me there. I Critter just like Country? to walk through it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have the goats. Yeah. That's it. So really quick, guys, uh, we just want to say that we have a Patreon. It's $5 a month. You get tons of bonus content. We've done Twilight. We've done Harry Potter. We're about to do more Harry Potter. We've Mm -hmm. done Trolls, Beetlejuice. Um, We do pilot episodes. We've done Doug. We've done Dinosaurs. We've done Chippendale Rescue Rangers. We also do like, we call them book reports on like Disney legends. Um, We tried to guess the 50 states. We've done a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Melissa edits the videos. They're absolutely hilarious. They're so funny. Yeah, it's really fun. It's only $5 a month. It helps us make this podcast and you'll get a merch box in the summer. Um, we're going to have a themed merch box this year. We'll we'll announce the theme eventually. <laughs> we have to come up with it. But. Yeah, we were just talking about it, but yeah. we have ideas and we they're do. very good. So, And then you will be one of our close friends on Instagram. And so we'll post stuff on there. We, we haven't posted much on there. We'll have to start posting more. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a bonus poll for our patrons. Oh, I like that. On Instagram. Instagram. When we do our polls. Yeah, we do our polls every other Sunday. I like that. We're going to start posting a bonus poll for our close friends, for our patrons. So wait, I actually really love that. That's cute. Yeah. And yeah, it helps us make this podcast and it's less than a coffee. It's less than a coffee. You know, five bucks. Who was it? Oh, I think it was Eddie. One of our patrons. Love him. He was like, where are you buying coffee? (laughs) Starbucks. Starbucks. In the middle of Magic Kingdom. Honestly, even when I go to like Wawa, the way I make my coffee. 48 ounces. No, I'm kidding. Well, um, I also get oat milk in mine, which they always charge extra for. That's so disrespectful. No. Sorry, but, I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. So it's an app on your phone, though. So you can just download the app and then join Patreon. And then you can also tell us your favorite Disney movie. And eventually we'll do it here on Tragical. And then you can also tell us any non Disney movies you want us to do. And we do those for uh, Patreon as well. Yeah, whether it's a movie you like or a movie you really hate and you just want our take on it. Yeah. We'll do it. So, yeah. Yay, Patreon! Woo! All right, you ready to do this thing? Let's do it! so this time we're here to tell you why mickey's once upon a christmas is tragical did i get it right you did i wrote it all out i'm so proud of you this movie came out a lot later than i thought it did 99 yeah i don't know why i thought it was like around the time that we were born i quote this movie Mm -hmm. so much and i'm not sure why we both do. It's, it's the same like three things too. Yeah. I 
wrote them all down. I hope so. so, because I didn't even need to write them down because I know what they are. We both say the same, like three things from this movie constantly. I think I could say every word to this movie. No, for sure. It's so good. It's so cute. It's it just very a very cute. feel good Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. We are Christmas people. We are not religious, but we do celebrate Christmas. Yeah, we like the, you know, the family and love and celebrating aspect of it. Like the presents. And the food, creaming casserole. (laughs) I just want everyone to know that my family makes two things of creaming casserole, one for the actual dinner and then one for me to take home. I'm just in it for the chocolate oranges. Oh my God, yes. Terry. Terry. Terry, listen, your chocolate oranges, just bury me with a hundred chocolate oranges, please. Last time I was at mom and dad's, I found one and I ate it so fast. Why do they still have one? It was dad's from last year. He never ate it. I'm stealing his this year. He doesn't even deserve it. I know. Anyway, I have some fun facts. Give them to me. Um, So it was, there was a whopping 10 fun facts for this movie. On IMDb, I always want to switch it. I don't know why I always want to say IMBD, but it's not that. <laughs> Beta days. <laughs> Internet movie beta days. (laughs) I don't know why. That's what my brain always does. Anywho, there was uh, 10 fun facts and not all of them were fun. So I'm going to read you the four that I liked. (laughs) I mean, four out of 10 is not bad. It's not bad. Some of them were kind of just like repetitive of what the other ones said. (laughs) So it's fine. Uh, So in this segment, Mickey and Minnie's Gift of the Magi, the Dixieland Jazz Band at the Charity Toy Drive is made up of firefighters and named the Firehouse Five. This is a nod to the Firehouse Five Plus Two, a seven-piece Dixieland jazz band founded in 1949 and consisting of animation staff, including lead animators Ward Kimball, Frank Thomas, and two of Disney's famed Nine Old Men. So it's a little nod to their little, they guess they had a little jazz band. That's cute. In this segment, A Very Goofy Christmas, one of the ornaments Goofy puts on the tree is Angelique from Belle the Enchanted Christmas. What's Angelique? She is the tree topper in um, the Enchanted Christmas movie. Oh, okay. She's kind of a little bitch in the movie, but she's cute. <laughs> she is. She's got an oh. attitude. <laughs> we'll do that one next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I said that when we were watching the movie. I said, oh, look, it's Angelique. Jim Cummings voices six different characters in this movie. Oh, can I guess them? Mm-hmm. Why did I say that? I don't want to. <laughs> well, you're already here. Take a guess. Um, He's definitely the fire chief. Hmm. I remember that one. <laughs> There's like a main one that he does. Pete. Yes. Pete, the fire chief. Mm-hmm. Why did I say I wanted to do this? Two out of six. I don't know. Some of them you're definitely not going to get. They're just like random. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I got two. You got two though. Thank you. Um, He's just police. He was the mailman. <laughs> oh, the mailman. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's dad. Don't know who's dad, but he's um, dad. Probably Goofy's neighbors. The poor people. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah, the poor people. <laughs> um, he was an onlooker. He was the shop owner of the pawn shop. I fucking almost said that. And then I didn't because I couldn't remember what his voice sounded like. The one that Mickey gets his mm-hmm. chain. From. Dang it. I almost said that and one. And then he was Santa Claus. Jimothy. What a freaking legend. We should do him for uh, Ooh, Patreon. We should. That would be a good one. Ooh, that's what I'm going to do. I like it. All right. And then the last one uh, for the scene in the mall during a very goofy Christmas segment, the whole entire mall segment is just parodies of different Indiana Jones escape sequences. Oh, okay. With like all the stuff, like the stuff flying at him, the ball. Yeah. I never, I guess I like replayed it in my head when I was typing that. I was like, oh yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Cute. Isn't that cute? And that was it. The rest were not, were not good. 
<laughs> those were <laughs> all great. really good. I, like I know that. that's what I'm saying though. Those were the only good ones. So Mickey's Chris Christmas party, Mickey's Christmas extravaganza videos, part mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the name of this movie again? Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Okay. I always <laughs> want to say Mickey's Very Merry Christmas because that's the name of the Christmas party mm-hmm. at Magic Kingdom, but that's not it. No, it's not the same. So we get a narrator for Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, and the narrator is gabbing on about Christmas, and then we pan into a house, and it's all decorated with a tree, and the fireplace is lit, and then underneath the tree, three presents appear. Mm-hmm. There's a boat, and a teddy bear, and a sleigh. I'm glad you wrote them down because I didn't. I just oh. said there was three presents representing the three stories. <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> well, so the first present is a boat. And the card attached to the toy boat says, Donald Duck stuck on Christmas. Excuse me. This is all about Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah. That just hit me too, actually, when you just said that. It's not even about... I mean, he's in it. I guess because he's the most... He's the... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's, it's technically about each of the Fab Five, but yeah. This is all about Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Who I call Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, <laughs> More stuff Melissa fucks up. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> well, because Huey is like a hard E, you know, but like Dewey and Louie is more like a loose ooh. They're also all spelled completely differently. Yeah. I don't know why I always thought they were all spelled the same. Like Mm-mm. every single one of them is spelled completely different mm-hmm. letters. Also, Huey and Louie are names, but like is Dewey. I know a guy named Dewey. He literally made my my <laughs> Little Mermaid dress and my Rosetta dress. It's spelled differently. It's just D-U-I. <laughs> There's no E. Hey, Dewey. <laughs> hey, friend. <laughs> he's so talented. Anyway, he's incredible. <laughs> Sorry, I said your name wasn't real. <laughs> You're really talented. Sorry that she said your name is not a real name. <laughs> he made Kat's um, aerial dress. Mm-hmm. And my Rosetta Pirate Fairy. Which are both already on our Instagram feed. So go look at them. Woo! Bye. <laughs> Have we talked about Dewey enough for me to not feel bad about saying his name wasn't a name? <laughs> uh, so this story starts with... Chip and Dale. Again, nothing to do with Donald. No, I'm kidding. Literally. <laughs> Chip and Dale are in their treehouse outside of Donald, Huey, and Dewey's house. Not he, Louie's. He, he, <laughs> Louie doesn't live there. He actually <laughs> lives next door. <laughs> it's just Donald, <laughs> Huey, and Dewey. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so Chip and Dale are up in their treehouse next to the duck residence. <laughs> And they say, all aboard. Next, Next stop, Waterville. Which I thought was Waterdale. But I thought it was Waterdale too. Mandala effect. <laughs> <laughs> just me and you. Though. It was just us. <laughs> and it's only because that's one of the quotes we, stay all the, we say all the time, but apparently we've been saying it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Waterdale. I liked Waterdale too. Anyway. <laughs> We literally said it with our full chest while we were watching this movie. And then we have the closed captions on it. It said Ville. And we both just looked at each other like, no, <laughs> wrong. The subtitles informed us that it is, in fact, all aboard next stop Waterville. It's Dale. I'd rather live in Waterdale. Yeah. Waterville sounds boring. Yeah. Um, but they just, they got a choo-choo train for Christmas. It's Christmas morn. Huey, Dewey, and Louie 
I, which I will refer to as the boys from here on out because I refuse to say their names again. Literally what I wrote in my entire notes is the boys. They run downstairs and they just start opening their presents and trashing the living room. If we ever tried that, our parents would kill us. Like opening our presents before anyone woke up. Yeah. We would be dead. Also, I love an audience, so I wouldn't have done that anyway. <laughs> I like to let people see when they disappoint me with their presents. I'm just kidding. That's no, Melissa. That's, me. <laughs> that's definitely Melissa. I'll straight up say it, though. I'll be like, this is a dumb gift. Thank you so much. I only did that once, and it was a Barbie doll that a boy gave me in, like, first grade that I already had. And I looked him dead in his face, and I said... I already have this. You know, he didn't. His mommy bought that for you. No, I know. So. so the boys are trashing the living room and Donald comes in with breakfast and trips and spills breakfast all over the place. He real mad about it. But then Donald realizes it's Christmas. So he tries to calm down and then he gives them their next present, which is some brand new sleighs. It was a surprise. Sleds? Oh. Sleds? Sleds. I wrote sleighs, but I think you are right. I think it's sleds. I don't know. We didn't grow we don't up with snow. snow. We don't know. We don't snow. I think they're sleds. Get it? We don't know. We don't snow. Okay. Yeah, I heard it. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> anyway. So then the fam comes over. It's Uncle Scrooge and Aunt Trudy and Aunt Daisy. Aunt Gertie. I wrote Trudy throughout my whole note. It's Gertie. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Why did I think it was Trudy? I don't know. It's Gertie. Are you sure? Yes, I say her name. <laughs> now she's renamed Trudy. <laughs> Aunt Trudy. <laughs> it's Gertie. Anyway, <laughs> Aunt Gertie and Aunt Daisy. <laughs> and then they sit down for Christmas dinner and it's a turkey. Okay, why are the ducks eating turkey? Why does it matter? It's cannibalism. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's a different thing. No, because if we were eating humans... They're not turkeys, they're ducks. They're still birds. They are We eat mammals. I hate it. Exactly. I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm with you. It really disturbed me. They just cut right into that turkey like it wasn't a freaking bird. hate that. I mean... We be in cows and pigs and shit, so not us, not you and I. Right. Not anybody in this room. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the like two of everybody us. Else. <laughs> so the boys violently eat their turkey dinner. They're so aggressive. They're being really bad. They have no manners. I would have sent them to their room 20 years ago. I mean, honestly, as as mad as Donald gets at them, I mean, he's the one raising them. Where do you think they got their bad attitudes from? He has a bad attitude. You should call him and ask. Donald Duck. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. So Uncle Scrooge goes to play the piano and sing carols. And the boys are like, we're just going to play with our toys. Fuck you, carols. Mm -hmm. Like they don't care about family time. And this is one of my favorite parts where Aunt Gertie is doing one of my favorite dances of all time. She has this little like snap motion with her arms. Uh It's a bop. It's like a snap and shimmy combo. And she's got some tiggle bitties for a duck. Yep. <laughs> Duck breast. Cats are like always obsessed with everybody's boobs. No, I just think it's so weird that they're drawing human like features. Like, you know what I mean? Like that duck doesn't need boobs. Like Robin Hood's elbows stick out to me. Yeah, I guess it's the bird <laughs> boobs for me. So Donald sends the boys to bed and they're up in their room and they are really sad because they love Christmas and they they look up at the evening star and they wish that it would be Christmas every day. The next morning they wake up 
and they still hear Chip and Dale in their treehouse playing with their choo-choo train. Yeah, they make a comment. They're like, oh, they must really like that choo-choo train that they got yesterday. So weird that they're still playing with it. Hey, let's go play with our new toys. How are you going to roast them for playing with something they got? And then you're going to go do the same thing. Because they're hooey <laughs> dewey and Louie. But when they go to get their toys... They're not there. They're all gone. And so the boys are really confused. So the boys go downstairs and their presents are still wrapped up under the tree. And they realize that it's actually Christmas Day again and not the next day. And their wish came true. So Donna walks in again with the breakfast, sees the boys trying to dig into their presents, and he spills the breakfast all over himself again. And the boys remember that they have their sleds in the closet. So they go before Donald can tell them that he has a surprise for them and they rip the sleds out. The card that they still haven't read floats to the floor. Open the door. Family's there again. And you didn't say our favorite quote from the first from this one. Where are my boys? Where Where are my kisses? (laughs) Aunt Gertie's mad annoying. (laughs) She wants her smooches. Mm -hmm. So basically they do the same thing. Mm -hmm. The The boys do the same thing. They're rude to their house guests. They're rude to Uncle Donald. They slop down their food. They don't want to sing carols. And then they go to bed. And then the same thing just keeps happening over and over and over. And eventually they just get bored and fat and tired. It's been Christmas for like a month at this point, it seems like. Yeah, it's been like a hot minute. So they decide that they're going to liven things up a bit. The boys go from bad to worse. Um, So they end up knocking Donald over with their toys and spills breakfast everywhere. They put on scuba diving outfits and insult Aunt Gertie when she just wants to give them holiday kisses. They replace the cooked turkey with a live turkey. And so the turkey runs all over the house, makes a mess, ruins dinner, knocks the tree over. He breaks the piano. I don't know how a turkey breaks the piano, but he makes it happen. And then the boys go to grab their sleds to go outside and the Christmas tree fell on Uncle Donald. Everyone's sad. Donald is just chilling underneath this sad, broken Christmas tree, really upset. And the boys are like, uh, okay, maybe livening things up kind of just really made things really shitty. And Aunt Gertie even says this is the worst Christmas ever. So the boys kind of realize that Christmas isn't about gifts and food. It's about family and love. So the boys finally read the card from Uncle Donald and Aunt Daisy that came with the sleds. And it talks about how the holidays aren't about food or the singing or the presents, but it's about family and spending time with them. So the boys go to their room and they decide they're going to have the best Christmas ever the next day. So they start off Christmas morning once again by throwing acorns over to Chip and Dale. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so nice. So cute. They make breakfast for Donald instead of Donald having to make breakfast for them. They wait for their family to arrive to open presents. And when their family arrives, they actually run to Aunt Trudy and ask for their kisses. Gertie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Listen, it's Trudy to me. And all of a sudden, their dinner is now ham instead of turkey. Don't know what happened there, but the boys help Aunt Daisy carry the ham to the table. Well, that's because the turkey is sitting at the table with them now. Was he? 
Yes. Oh my God. They invited stop. the turkey over for Christmas dinner I'm, instead of eating him. I'm jumping off a cliff. No, thank you. <laughs> they sing Christmas carols with Uncle Scrooge and they took their sleighs, sleds, I don't know, and they build Uncle Donald a boat sled with their sleds. Which is like a nice sentiment, but they also took their Christmas present that he probably spent a lot of money on and broke them into pieces and made him a boat. It's a thought that counts. I guess so. So the next day, the boys wake up and it's December 26th. It's no longer Christmas Day! And Uncle Donald is outside with his boat. Sled boat? Sled thing. The boys push Uncle Donald over a hill and he crashes. Yeah, it kind of falls apart on And they laugh at him. The end of that one. The end. Yay. It's all about family and uh-huh. love. And having freaking manners, bro. So the next present under the tree is a teddy bear. And the card reads, a very goofy Christmas. This one just makes me sad. So we open up our next story with Goofy and Max. And they're writing their letters to Santa. And Goofy is singing and... Max is trying to rush him because they're going to miss the postman if they don't hurry up. Max is such a little shit. Max is a villain. He is. I I don't disagree with you, honestly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. It's one of my, honestly, one of my favorite characters. I cry every time I see him in the parks. Still think he's a villain. Have you seen a Goofy movie? I mean, he is a villain. And the, an extremely Goofy movie, also a villain. This short, very much so a villain. <laughs> Max Goof is a villain. Sure is. Cat's going to put him with Lightning McQueen. He is a villain. I love Lightning and McQueen. And Woody. Those are my three villains. My favorite my Disney villain. My three favorite villains. Max Goof, <laughs> Lightning McQueen. And Woody. And Woody. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I love Woody and Lightning McQueen. But Max Goof, we can agree, is a villain. Okay. I'm cool with that one. Yeah. Um. So Max opens the door and guess what? They did miss, they did miss the postman. The Darn. mailman. Postman? Mailman, same thing. Max grabs his dad and gets on his bike and starts chasing the mailman. And Goofy's still writing his letter to Santa. They're trying to catch up and they go through the mall. So they go through the mall as a shortcut to catch the mailman. And Goofy ends up getting caught on a banner. Goofy tells Max, go, just stop the mailman and I'll meet you there. Like, I promise I'll make it. Doesn't work out so well for him. He ends up losing the letter and the letter goes flying through the mall. Goofy's trying to grab his letter to meet up with Max to give his letter to the mailman. And he knocks over a giant ornament that's hanging from the ceiling of the mall, like a giant oversized ornament. And it hits the floor and it is rolling and it's about to kill like 20 people. And then the letter flies into a toy store and lands on top of a giant teddy bear display. So of course, what does Goofy do? He jumps up on top of the teddy bear display to grab his letter and knocks over a bunch of shit. He's basically like destroying them all. Like Goofy should go to jail. There's like millions of dollars of property damage. Just that giant ornament alone. The giant ornament falls on someone at one point. He's literally a terror. So he's destroying the mall, destroying the toy store, and he breaks through the roof of the mall, flies up into the air. I mean, Goofy should be in jail. He should Mm -hmm. be in jail right now. Mm -hmm. Property damage. And then just to put a little cherry on top of this beautiful trash can Sunday, he bust through the roof of the mail truck to hand the mailman his letter to Santa. But he makes it. He gives him the letter. Now he's destroyed a a mail truck. 
That's it's, federal property. <laughs> no, it's fine. Everything is fine. It's Goofy. Everything is fine. Goofy should be in prison. <laughs> Do you think this whole town is just like so used to Goofy just literally ruining shit that they just don't even blink anymore? No, because this is a cartoon. <laughs> it's not real. I like to think that they're all just so used to it. They're like, whatever. So cut back to Max and Goofy at their house and they're shoveling snow in the driveway. And Max says that all he wants for Christmas is a snowboard. Yeah, he has some like long ass explanation for what kind of snowboard it is. Too much. Just yeah. say you want a freaking snowboard. He wants a snowboard. Yeah. Then their neighbor, Pete, blows all of the snow back into their driveway and all over their house because he's an asshole. Uh, Pete tells Max that Santa isn't real. What an ass. Like adults that tell children that kind of stuff. Yeah. Disrespectful. Pete can choke. Yeah. In the house, Max is really questioning his faith in old Santa Claus. And uh, Max does some old school encyclopedic research and he's telling Goofy how many people there are in the world and that reindeer can't fly and that it's almost impossible for one man to deliver gifts to every child in the world. And Goofy's like, well, first of all, it's magic. And second of all, you just have to believe. Boom. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's the only explanation you need. It's magic, bitch. So that night, Goofy and Max bring dinner to their neighbors who are destitute and have like 47 children. Goofy dresses as Santa to surprise the kids and Max is super excited and he like jumps onto fake Santa Goofy's lap. He is so jazzed that Santa is there because he thought this whole time for the last like 24 hours that Santa wasn't real. So as Max is talking to Goofy Santa, one of the babies, because there's 47 children crawling around this fucking destitute house, pulls off Goofy's Santa disguise and Max is pissed because it wasn't actually Santa. It was his dad. So Max is really upset at his dad and they go back home. So Goofy brings out Max's old stuffed bear that he named old stuffed bear that Santa gave him when he was little. And Goofy is pretending to sing as the bear about Santa Claus coming to town. And Max is not having any of it. He wants nothing to do with Santa anymore. Yeah, Max tells Goofy to prove that Santa is real. So Goofy's like, bet I'm going to sit on the roof and I'm going to wait for Santa. And Max is like, great. Well, he tells Goofy too. He's like, Santa's not real. And before you can even prove that he is or isn't, you're going to fall off the roof. So while Goofy and Max are up on the roof, they think they hear jingle bells that herald Santa and Goofy goes to take a picture of Santa, but he has the camera facing him. And so he flashes himself in the face with the camera bulb like six times. And he does, in fact, fall off the roof. And it wasn't even Santa Claus. It was a little dog with jingle bells on his collar. So Max is, he's like, I'm done. I'm going to bed. Have fun trying to look for a fake man. Now it's 3 a.m. and Goofy yells for Max to wake up because Santa is on Pete's roof, but it's not actually Santa. It's a burglar. So Goofy is really upset because it wasn't actually Santa. It was a burglar. So he goes into the house and Max is trying to cheer Goofy up. So now Max dresses as Santa and he comes down the chimney. Goofy is telling fake Santa slash Max that he has to meet his son, but fake Santa Max says that he has to go because he's got a ton of other houses to do and he starts climbing back up the chimney and Goofy chases him up the chimney and pulls <laughs> off his disguise and it's actually Max and Max is like sorry dad I was just trying to cheer you up. It's Goofy climbing up the chimney for me. He looks like a little gremlin. It's kind of scary. <laughs> right. 
Also, when Max is trying to cheer Goofy up, he gets the teddy bear and he's trying to sing to Goofy like Goofy was trying to sing to Max with the teddy bear. And he goes, Santa Claus is coming to town, which Kat and I also say like all the time. I, I don't us. know why. I don't though. know why either. It doesn't. It's so dumb. Like, <laughs> so now Max and Goofy are sitting on the roof and they see Santa fly over and Santa gives Max his snowboard and Max is like, Goofy, did you get what you asked for? And Goofy says, I only asked for your happiness. And Max was like, oh, my God, same. And like, Max, you're a fucking liar. You're a bold faced liar. You're a bold faced liar. You only wanted a snowboard. Fuck you. Didn't ask for nothing for Goofy. Max is a fucking villain. <laughs> That's yes. the fucking end of that one. Max is the villain. The end. <laughs> he literally says, oh, I asked for the same thing, too. No, you didn't. You asked for some dumbass snowboard. You gaslighter. <laughs> The last gift under the tree is a toy sleigh, and the card says Mickey and Minnie's Gift of the Magi, uh, which is a classic Christmas tale that I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that either until we watched this, and it said based on this book, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Does it say that? Yeah, at the end. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that until we literally watched it. I wonder what it actually is. I think it's called like Gift of the Magi, I think is what it was called. Bitch, I know, but I wonder what the gifts are. Oh, I don't know. I doubt it's a harmonica and a watch. So Mickey and Pluto are bopping down the street and Mickey is playing his harmonica. He walks by the jewelry store and he sees the chain that he wants to buy for his girl Minnie so that she could put her watch on it. And Mickey delivers... A tree to Minnie Mouse's house, mm. and she's worried she won't be able to buy a gift for Mickey after paying all her bills. Minnie got like a hundred bills. Yeah, her little cat Figaro too tries to hide them from Mickey. Minerva, what's Girl, with the bills, Mama? Yeah. <laughs> what you, you got credit cards? I've been there. We all been there. That's too many bills, girl. Yeah, for... one of them said like a thousand dollars. Oh my God, Minnie! The one that Figaro sits on, it like says owed a thousand dollars, and Figaro sits on it. Girl, what are you doing, Minnie? For what? Her house is threadbare. There's not even paint on the walls. It's ripping off. She works at a department store. I don't know how she even bought a house. Honestly. Yeah, no, I was gonna say you can. I was gonna say you can afford stuff, but you really can't. Oh man. <laughs> so Mickey asks for the time and Minnie pulls out her family heir- her only family heirloom excuse me mm-hmm. Minnie pulls out her only family heirloom a golden watch and it's on a shoestring it's literally on a shoestring so Mickey takes Minnie to work on his little sleigh they're so cute and then he heads to work at the tree farm and he's gonna try to rake in a bunch of tips before it's Christmas so he can buy Minnie a chain for her watch and the tree law is owned by Crazy Pete, who, as always, is the villain of this story. He has 10 footer trees that he wants to sell, but also the trees he is selling are like spray painted. I don't know how that works, but (laughs) he sells spray painted trees and all he has left is 10 footers. And he tells Mickey, you need to sell all these 10 footers today. You're not getting paid, essentially. This poor family comes just like Goofy's neighbors. <laughs> too many kids. No, they only I'm had two. It's too many when you're poor. Oh my God. <laughs> so Pete tries to rip off the poor family and says, okay, you can buy a 10 footer. That's all we have left. So Pete tries to rip off this poor family and sells them one of the 10 footer trees. He's like, oh, you can pay me in installments over the next couple months. 
Mickey is like, actually, I found this little one in the back for your family. And the kids are all excited because they're getting a tree. How are you going to have an installment plan for something that's going to die in three days? Um, You don't. Right. Which is why Mickey was like, no, nah, I'm going to not let Pete rip off this beautiful family. Mickey said, nah, fam. Um, this is another thing Kat and I quote all the time when the kids are looking up at the 10 footer tree, the little girl goes, oh, wow, it's bigger than our house. <laughs> so whenever something is like really big, we're always like, it's oh, bigger wow. than our house. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. She's so cute. So the family leaves and they're super excited because they have their tiny little tree for their tiny, probably little house. <laughs> and Pete is super pissed. So he takes the difference in trees out of the tips that Mickey made that day. And then he fires Mickey. Yeah, he literally takes all of his money. The difference was all of his money. Just (laughs) upends his bag and puts it in his hand. He's like, all right, bye. Literally kicks him off the lot. But karma is immediate, immediate, because while he's taking Mickey's money, he puts, Pete puts his cigar in his back pocket, lights his butt on fire, runs around, tries to put his butt out, and sets his whole tree farm on fire. Yay, instant karma. That's what you get, crazy Pete. So we cut to Minnie, and she's gift wrapping at the mall. A lucrative career. No, I'm kidding. Um, Listen, I've done that shit when I used to work in retail. That is not easy. The gift wrapping center in the middle of the mall, bruh. So Minnie is called to her boss's office. Her boss is Mortimer. What's up, Mortimer? What's up, Morty? And she is rewarded for her hard efforts with a fruitcake instead of a Christmas bonus. That was her Christmas bonus. It was a 30 pound fruitcake. No, Christmas bonus is money. That's not a Christmas bonus. <laughs> I know, bonus. but he's saying it's her Christmas bonus. It's not. So Minnie's really pissed because she's like, cool, guess I won't be paying that $1,000 bill that Figaro Perez. <laughs> so uh, Minnie is really upset because she didn't get her bonus. So now she can't buy Christmas presents and pay her $1,000 credit card bills. We cut to Mickey and he's pretty down on his luck because he can't afford to buy a gift for Minnie. He's playing his harmonica in the park and the police chief hears Mickey playing his harmonica and asks him to play for the toy drive in the park because the firehouse band that was supposed to play is putting out the fire at Crazy Pete's tree farm Mm -hmm. because Pete set his tree farm on fire. So much of those 10 footers. Sucks to suck. And they were like made of spray paint. So I bet they went up, Mm -hmm. boy. Yeah, I'm sure. Those trees went up. Mm -hmm. So Mickey gets a bunch of people to bring toys to the toy drive. He's playing his harmonica. People are having a gay old time. And then the band finally shows up. Yeah, they're covered in smoke and soot. But they're playing and they join Mickey and it's the best toy drive that the fire department has ever had. Yay! They're a real hit. Yep. So after the concert, Mickey decides that he's going to trade his golden harmonica for a chain for Minnie. So he rushes over to the jewelry store and the shop owner tells Mickey that his harmonica isn't worth much and he walks away after he closes up the shop. Mickey starts to play his harmonica all sad again and then the shop owner comes back and says, you know what, I'll trade you and trades his beautiful golden harmonica for a gold chain for Minnie. So sweet. So we cut to Minnie's house where Mickey and Minnie exchange gifts and Minnie traded her watch for a harmonica case for Mickey and Mickey trades his harmonica to get a chain for her watch. And then Mickey says to Minnie, 
You're all the music I need. They're so cute. They literally make me cry with how cute they are. Uh, and then they realize that love is the best present. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Mickey and Minnie caroling. And then Goofy and Max meet up with them. Max is a villain. <laughs> uh, he can't even sing. No, I'm just kidding. And then Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Daisy and Donald all meet up. And they all sing a little Christmas carol together. And that's the end. So cute. And I would like to say that um, the credits roll to uh, Deck the Halls by Shadaisy. Best rendition of this song in the planet. No if ands, or buts. We had this on tape. The we soundtrack? Had, we mm-hmm. No, no, no. It wasn't the soundtrack. It was Deck the Halls by Shadaisy. It was just that? It was literally on a tape. That was it. That sounds something very dad. Just that song on a tape. And we would just play it over and over and over. That checks out. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> But it's such a bop. If you've never heard it, please go listen to it right now. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's it. Oh my God, we have to rate Mickey? No. Mickey always gets 10 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to go first? I sure will. I gave Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, I said it right, an 8 out of 10. Woo! It's really good, but I mean... It's not like, it's a Christmas movie. It's hard to rate the Christmas movies Mm -hmm. because if they were in their own realm, I would rate them differently. But amongst all of the movies, I'd give it... Same. Literally same. Out of all the Christmas movies, I'd rate it higher. Me too. But like overall. As overall, I give it an 8 out of 10. It's my number 29 though. Ooh. I put it below Babes in Toyland, Mm -hmm. which is another Christmas movie, Mm -hmm. and above Peter Pan. It's really good. That is really good. Um, I too gave it an 8 out of 10. So it is sitting at number 36 for me. So it is underneath Sleeping Beauty, but above Oliver and Company. I like it. I like it. But yeah, I agree. I feel like if we did Christmas movies in their own category, it would definitely rate higher. But overall, it's not. Yeah. As a Christmas yeah. movie, it's a 10 out of 10. But on the grand list of all Disney movies, 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You ready to guess? I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. We're going to start off 2022 mm-hmm. with a 90s movie, baby. Okay, okay. It's a really good movie. Oh, my God. I had to pick a good one to ring in the new year. Mm-hmm. This has a live action version. Okay. 90s movie, <laughs> live action. This movie has a lot of sidekicks. Lots of sidekicks. Beating the Beast? Bitch, we already did that. Oh, we did. <laughs> like one of our best episodes oh it is do you know okay wait not to like i'll just tell it after is there more hints no it's a 90s movie there's lots of sidekicks it has a live action version and this one's animated uh-huh can i give you one more hint it's gonna give it to you though yeah this is your birth year movie aladdin yeah Yay! he does have a lot of sidekicks doesn't he yeah he's got a boo he's got carpet, carpet he's genie. got genie I mean, Jasmine, Iago, like Raja. He got a lot of friends. True. Um, Yay, I love this movie. This is also our patron, Aubrey's pick. Okay, can I tell you a funny story when we were on the cruise? So the Broadway style show that they have is Beauty and the Beast. And they have these like people come out with like literal like wolf heads and hands. And Danica just looks at me dead in my face and goes, 
wolves with knives. I started <laughs> laughing so hard that like the people around us looked at me because I started crying laughing because she dead ass looked at me dead in my eyes like she was going to say something so important and just said wolves with knives. No, this podcast has absolutely ruined Disney movies. A hundred. I literally was crying laughing when she said that. And then we literally every time they came out, I was dying laughing because I would just see them with the knives. Oh my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> I watch Beauty and the Beast now. Yeah. I always, mm-hmm. first of all, like Gaston, I just think of all the town people like giving over their eggs, their eggs. to him. <laughs> Poor like Timmy. nobody's allowed to eat eggs in the village except for Gaston. Oh, Timmy. And then whenever, yeah, the wolf fight happens, I always am like, oh my God, those wolves have knives. <laughs> like we've ruined Disney movies for ourselves. We've ruined our favorite oh, thing. Man. No, I'm just kidding. It only makes it better. Better. No, because I was I was laughing so hard. Literally the family next to us kept looking over at me because it's not a funny part in the show. No. Either it's very, time. It's very serious. Either time the wolves show up, it's not funny. And I'm over here cackling like a freaking idiot. Like the wolves have knives. <laughs> they have knives. Oh, man. <laughs> well, hey, guys. Happy holidays. Yes. Whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, happy holidays. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We mm-hmm. love you guys. Yeah. Um, it's the season of love, not presents. Yeah, but if you do want to give us presents, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> and leave us a review. Yes, please. Um, That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. In the segment of Very Goofy Christmas, I noticed this when we were watching the movie, one of the ornaments, gorf- Goofy, oh my God, I can't Gorfy. Gorfy. It Gorfy. It Gorfy. It Gorfy. It Gorfy. It Gorfy. <laughs> Why did you repeat it like that? <laughs> I just chugged I'm- my coffee. <laughs> I'm exiting this room. Gorfy. Um, do you think that Gorfine is grumpy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gorfy and grumpy. grumpy. I hate you. <laughs> I mean, we be in cows and pigs and shit, so not us. Not you and I. Right. Not anybody in this room. <laughs> it's just but the two like of everybody us. Else. <laughs> yeah, stop doing that, guys. It's it's not great. No. <laughs> I'm just we kidding. We all of our listeners. <laughs> no, I really don't Fuck have a shit. Fuck these vegetarian bitches. <laughs> so we cut to Minnie and she's gift raffing. Gift raffing? Gift raffing. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>